This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Previously on Talk Time Live Exclusive. Was there any pressure working on this, you know, working on the Turtles game with the idea of pleasing the hardcore fans? Um... I'll tell it, not really because we're already hardcore fans. So it mm-hmm. has to work for us uh, on the level that we're hardcore fans of the Turtles, but also that uh, we need to make a game uh, that we are proud of. If yeah. not, uh, we all have to retire in shame and change our names. <laughs> and uh, so a lot of that pressure was just, we, we already brought it to the party. So it, it, it was not like an exterior pressure, but I can tell you that when like the first trailer comes out and we see fan reaction and people are really hyped and they really reacted mm-hmm. now on my part and i think for a lot of the team it was uh, it was like an energy boost like Talk time live. this is charlotte chung and fred tatashore and you're listening to acmg presents talk, talk time, time live, live. This week, we check out two games with my review of Pocky and Rocky Reshrined and Mario Strikers Battle League. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. everybody and welcome back to another game filled episode of select start the video game podcast i am your host xavier josiah we are back with some news and two video game reviews this week one of which was being pushed over to the next week because of teenage mutant ninja turtles and that was mario strikers battle league we'll talk about that today and another one that i've already played and beat because i bought it like I think like a month or two in advance when it was out in Japan. Uh, but Pocky and Rocky Reshrined, uh, if you're a fan of the old game from the Super NES days, you may want to reinvest in this game. So I'll be talking about that as well. Before we get down to business and news, I want to give a big thanks to Yannick Belzil of Tribute Games and just the entire Tribute Games uh, folks over there. They've, you know, really been really absolutely awesome. Uh, Yannick uh, came on to talk about his role in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is being highly acclaimed right now by fans are all around. Everybody's playing it everywhere. It, you, you, If you're following uh, All Elite Wrestling, you, you know those guys are playing it as well, too. You got just people all over the place. Mega Ran is just you know being praised all over for his contributions to the game. Um, the Woo is, all, of course, they're being you know praised for just being had the audacity to come on and do a a track 
for this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, T. Lupus, T. Loops, uh, basically, like, you know, he he's on top of the world right now. All these guys, they every everybody who was involved in making that game what it is deserves every bit of work. I, I say it again, like I said to Yannick, um, if this game, if that game doesn't get nominated at best, let alone win an award, I'm calling foul. And I said this when I talked to Greg Casavan when um, before Hades was nominated and all this stuff and won all those awards. I'm hoping we get the same luck <laughs> in this case with that game. So because that there was a lot of love and work that was put into Shredder's Revenge. And, you know, you can't just credit one person to it. it it's a combination of everything. The music, the writing, the narrative, um, the you know the the sprite design the framework i mean everything from it and 15 guys put this together okay <laughs> just ponder on that for a minute this is the part i love about it you know the indie game industry is because in the, in the community is because it's the little guy who can it's the little train that that could and i love saying that the you know indie game developers are like the ultimate underdogs in the gaming industry and when you see stuff like this and you see like hades and all the stuff and knowing that only a few people put that together like at best 10 sometimes five maybe even three people put on something awesome together um among us i believe it was like four people <laughs> okay that put that together and it became like a a phenomenon in its own right it's amazing it's an amazing culture and i love it i absolutely love it so you know if you haven't gotten a chance to see that interview that I had with Yannick uh, Belzil, go out of your way, check it out. It was a lot of fun. He was a scholar and a, a gentleman and a scholar, if you will. And uh, I look forward to seeing what these guys do next. But this is definitely a milestone moment for them, and they deserve every minute of it. So kudos to them. So, all right, let's get down to some news. I am. I can't believe I'm going to actually talk about this in a positive breath. But Marvel Avengers, Crystal Dynamics, who create, who made, who developed Marvel Avengers, and you know, if you've purchased a game since day one at, at, at its original release in two, uh, 2020, then you know the trials and tribulation that that game and that development team has gone through from from the get go. Um, you know, it was it's it's funny because. 2020 being what it was in terms of video games it was just two polarizing games that really came out that year that people will never forget final fantasy 7 remake was possibly the best thing to ever come out of 2020 not just in video games you know if you're a gamer i think this was the game that you needed to play with everything that was going on during that time and opposing to that, Marvel Avengers is probably the worst thing to happen in 2020 because it it released and it was unfinished. It was buggy. There was a lot of things going on with that game when it first came off. And it was one of the games that people were looking at it, that gamers were looking at it as like, OK, can you guys stop bringing, you know, rushing these games out if they're not done and that's exactly what they did and then shortly afterwards cyberpunk uh, 2077 came out as well so but 
be, like I, I say this all the time because it was more fo- because it was connected to Keanu Reeves that game got on the radar of everybody not just the gaming community but actually um actual media as well for a lot of reasons and you know his connection to wb games and his connection to um keanu reeves it 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 just is unfortunate but that's what happened but on a side note like marvel avengers was suffering the same stupid thing i mean even worse and on top of that what made it worse was that they were doing all these loot crate deals and they were focusing on a multi you know multimedia online uh functions and features more than it was a story mode and in fact people don't realize this but crystal dynamics was only going to allow you to play the story mode once and it was if not for the outcry of fans we would not be playing a game because if you guys remember they i think this practice was was started off bandai namco did this and i think these were the only two games that i ever known that was going to try to pull this off like are you are you kidding me i pay over a hundred dollars for a game and you're only gonna allow me to play the story mode once are you kidding me jump force if any of you guys ever played that anime fans i'm pretty sure you know who are gamers know this game very well yeah you say what you will i don't care that the the story sucked i don't care that the story wasn't that strong or whatever like that regardless you paid money you paid over a hundred dollars for a bundle pack season pass whatever that required you to want should be able to play the story mode more than once they do not allow you to do that and if you really want to play the story mode again you're gonna have to delete and erase all of your progress in order to and and play it from scratch in order to play the game again it is ridiculous because all they want you to do is just focus on the multiplayer online function it's ridiculous it wasn't really designed they didn't have it in, in plan to actually play a single player experience marvel avengers was on that path too but people were not playing around with their marvel they were like no y'all spent yay money hired all these quality actors you know get the rights and license to do this and you're only going to make us play once because you want us to play multiplayer not everybody is there are some gaming introverts out there and i'm one of them when it comes to gaming i am i'm practically an introvert and i'm only an introvert because i don't like the online aspect like if i'm gonna play a game with other people i want their i want them to be in my place in front of me that i can chill and talk with them i don't like the idea of talk because i've done it before i've done it before and i'm it's not it's not really the best thing like you if some every once in a while you're gonna have somebody on there who got everything going on in their background. So all you're hearing is all this noise from their background. Maybe ba- their baby is crying or there's yelling and screaming in the background. Like if you're in a controlled environment, like you can be in somebody's house. It's much better to be in somebody's house in person with friends rather than being online where you're like, you're hearing all these different people with different backgrounds or you may not be in with somebody who you feel comfortable with because you know they make you feel uncomfortable in some cases part of me didn't like the experience when i was on when i actually owned an xbox because basically it there was people who were saying things that i didn't like that were highly offensive and these kids were kids at the time they were like had to sound like they were 10 or 13 years old at the time like they sound like really spoiled brat kids whose parents 
don't monitor them, and uh, obviously not. But they've written, you know, Square, uh, Crystal Dynamics, you know, their their strategy was to make this a online feature, and they still do. But now they really factored in the single player experience because they realized that you know people still really like single player experience. There was, there was, um, I believe, Game Informer. Uh, I think in 2020 or 2021 did a survey. Um, I don't know if it was scientifically determined, but you know, people I think voted in and said that like they still like their single player experience more than anything, more than online experience. It, it, it you know, that peace of mind really plays. I know the idea that you know is always fun to play with other people, but not everybody's really gonna click together. So I'm at least glad that they did that. Now the game also suffered from like many bugs and glitches and everything. But the reason why I'm talking about it now, because for two reasons, one, they just announced their latest character that will be coming. Uh, last time, the last character to come was Spider-Man for the PS five, which is an exclusive character for them, um, which he was okay. He was nowhere near the premise of the, of of the what is it the um insomniac version and yuri longthal didn't even do the voice for this one they got to, they got a totally different voice it's okay it's yuri there there will be yuri pretty much is peter parker in a video game world <laughs> there's no other and i'm not being biased because i know the guy and i've had a chance to uh do panels with this guy twice but he he really captured he really 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 captured the essence of Peter Parker and uh, Insomniac. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, playing Spider-Man too. I can't wait. Um, but nonetheless, it was still good, but not great. There were still things that they need to, needed to work on and everything. So I haven't played it for months. I even like deleted it out of my uh, or you know, I deleted it out of my um, of my PS5, uh, you know, uh, internal hard drive, and in place of other things the uh for its storage and just you know moved it on to my terabyte hard drive uh there as well so it was okay but i recently got back on air but boy before i even go to that part let's talk about the announcement so marvel and the reason why i actually redownloaded it because they you know marvel avengers is uh getting a new playable character in the game in the form of Jane Foster, the mighty Thor, who will be the next playable character. Crystal Dynamics has also uh, announced that they will have a new war uh, table showcase, giving us a sample of what's to come with that character. Um, it looks like we may get uh, the same mini mission type style like uh, Spider-Man has gotten. I don't know if this is going to be a full-fledged story mode like we got with Black Panther and um, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. I'm not sure, but we are getting her. But we'll we're, we'll get an idea of what it is because they were showing a bunch of illustrations like which looks very similar to what we got with Spider-Man. And I think the reason why Spider-Man, well, the reason why they added, didn't give the full-fledged experience for Spider-Man is because it was only an exclusive character, one. Um, they didn't want to put too much emphasis on it, considering they're going to be doing all of these different characters. Some of them will have deeply rooted story uh, missions with cutscenes and everything like that. So they didn't exactly want to do it that way. And I kind of get that because it 
you know, you got to create new maps sometimes. Like, look what they did with Black Panther. They created an entire new map and such. Now, if they do this with, you know, Thor and all the stuff, are we getting Asgard? I don't know if we're going to get that because that creates a whole new thing. Um, and we got Kate Bishop in, in Hawkeye. We got an entire whole new map, uh, which covered the future and the wastelands of the future and everything. And luckily with Spider-Man, you don't necessarily have to do that because we're already in the city. We're in, San, I guess they're in uh, San Francisco in the West Coast or whatever like that. So they don't necessarily have to do that. He could just join in and whatnot. But, it, it, you know, it. I, I get that. I don't know if that's uh, it sounds like it might be the same, but we'll find out when the War Table Showcase is coming, um, which will be, I believe, on the 28th or 27th, because I think we'll be able to play as uh, her on the 28th. So um, and again, remember, every character that we will be receiving is going to be free. Like that's the great. That was the great part about this game is that this Every character that we're going to get that is going to be released will be free for everybody once you play. Like if you, I, I believe that's just if you bought the game, period. Not just if you got the bundle pack or whatever, or the season pass or whatever. I, don't, I forgot, but like every character they announced was going to be free. And I guess that was their way of saying like, yeah, it's gonna, that's going to be free, but you're going to have to go through the marketplace if you want to get some other stuff as well, which at this point, I'm really tired of the marketplace offers and everything like that I, i'm i'm drained of all the marketplace like even for spider-man as much as i'm a spider-man fan i haven't bought one thing from that well for one thing the the only the best spider-man suit that they have is the one that they actually designed for him every other suit that they have is just like it's a different paint job for the suit it's the same design suit but a different paint job at least insomniac games like one they don't charge you for any they've not charged you for one new suit they every they've come out with new suits later um especially when no way home came out insomniac games surprised everybody with some of the suits from the movie and didn't charge you a damn thing these jackasses are trying to sell you stuff all the time. You know, it's like, okay, you do realize Insomniac Games also came out with some Marvel games and they're not even remotely selling anything. You know, they're not selling anything more than what they offered and provided. And this is a offline single player experience that is way better than Avengers ever will be, no matter how many fixes and bugs they have. So it, that right there to me is just, it's, it's utterly amazing how they do this now it looks uh you know this is no coincidence since we're coming very close to the movie premiere of thor love and thunder i thought this is in terms of strategy this was a good strategy to do and a great way to promote the movie and the game itself so good job on them and and you know uh jane foster looks awesome the design for the game looks very awesome they we saw clips of it we saw um you know uh, illustrations and whatnot it looks awesome so it's going to be interesting to see and it really looks like that they're going to base it solely on <laughs> excuse me solely on the actual comic book because if you guys have read the uh read the recent comic book jane foster is suffering she's dying from cancer she's going through all these type of situations but the power of thor and when she becomes thor it keeps her from ailing she's no longer 
you know, dying of, you know, the disease and whatnot. So at the, I, I, I was quite amazed at them actually doing that to such a character and the, just the, it's really crazy that they did that. And I'm really interested in seeing if they're going to do that in the, in the actual movie, because for those who don't know, like Jane Foster technically should be dead, if not for the power of uh, Mirnir. I don't know if they're going to focus on that in the in the movie. This is going to be interesting because when I found out that Thor is going to be, uh, you know, it, that she's going to play play the comic book version of Thor in here. That immediately came to my head. It's like, are they really going to go and do that storyline? Because that's going to be this is the, the whole premise of and feel of Love and Thunder is supposed to be comedic. When you get down to find out how and why she got that power, I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know if they're, I think they're going to change the story on that because the theme and feel if, if this was the old Thor, like one, like the, the director who did one and two and did it that style that not many fans really kind of dug it like we were OK with it, but it, it didn't feel like it was something that we were really into. I think. They would have gone for that this one that you know um that that they're doing now this new version i don't know it's going to be interesting now as i said because of this announcement <coughs> excuse me i decided to actually re-download the game again not even thinking that like it's just going to be the same thing I, it's I can obviously tell that I haven't played this game in a while because I got back on this game and I immediately noticed a lot of differences in patches and, and upgrades and updates that were added into the game. Um, visually, it looks much better. The frame rate is like in 60, uh, 60 uh, frames per second. You could tell now um, it looks absolutely fantastic. I, it looks like there's some ray tracing in there now. Um, it plays different. It, it's it feels way more fluid than I uh, ever did before. So, uh, kudos to Crystal Dynamics because they put a lot of work uh, in it. But at the same time, they put in the work that should have been in there at launch. We shouldn't have had to wait after two years for this game to be where it is now, and that's insane. And unfortunately, I hope this is a lesson to all developers out there. Do not rush any games. Look what do what Square Enix is doing. Don't rush a game. If you say you let us know a game is coming out. If it's not ready, don't come. Don't rush it. Square Enix does that all the time. They are patient as possible. They are. They take their time. They don't listen to the fans who try to rush them and, and eagerly come out. But when that game comes out, you get what you pay for, for the most part. And I, I need other, you know, and I don't know if, I don't know if Square Enix is actually um, open to the public in terms of uh, shareholders or whatever, like that. I'm not sure. Um, but I know others are. And a lot of times shareholders rush the progress because they want to see things come out now. So even if things are, aren't done properly, we've seen this happen dating way back to Atari with ET and you know when you know people are rushing them to come out with things and it's not ready 
Steven Spielberg almost ruined the game industry <laughs> because of that. So, uh, yeah, here's a hoping. But like right now, I, I can easily say that playing through the game, the game is much more of an enjoyable experience than it ever was before. It's not perfect. There are some things I still see that they're working on. But man, it has come a long way for what it was in 2020 to what it is now. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this new update and uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be more patches and everything coming soon. Again, stay tuned for the 27th. I believe uh, the actual character may be out on the 28th. I could be wrong. Don't quote me, but that's what it looks to be. But the uh, showcase will be coming on the 27th next week. So, all right, let's do one more thing before we get to the two reviews that I have. Um, Overwatch. I'm not going to say too much about Overwatch 2 in terms of everything, but you know, they made some announcements. Blizzard Entertainment made some announcements. Um, <coughs> excuse me. For some reason, the game is now free to play. I'm, eh, I'm not, I, look, I hate the term free to play. It's never, it's not a true term. It, it's a, it's a misleading term. I hate that because yeah, you can play for free, but you ain't going to play good in order to play good. You got to pay. I, I, I would love to name one person that has played through the game that is acing any free to play game that has not spent a dime. I guarantee, even if it's just cosmetic, you're going to spend money on something It's not free to play. Blizzard also, which is another great thing, is that Blizzard will no longer use the loot crate system, which they heavily relied on. And I hope this is the beginning, the beginning of a, an entirely new practice and philosophy from not just Blizzard, but from everybody in the gaming community, in a gaming industry, I should say, because these loot crates are the they have not been they've been the worst since day one. And I hate them to high heaven. In its place, it looks like they're going to provide a bunch of bundle packs that you can, you know, use for whatever characters that you have or whatever. I'm more for that because that's just regular downloadable content that you could buy rather than loot crates, which are random items that you may get. I don't I never like that because it's like going into the arcade or any store where you go into like the, the gumdrop machine or the, uh, one of those uh, vendor machines that you just put in a quarter and a random item just comes out it may not even be the one that you want it, it, the loot crate system was never fun it was never in, innovative it was all annoying so um so they're gonna provide bundle packs instead i think this is a great idea and great strategy an open beta will arrive on the 28th uh, next week as well um for those who pre-ordered i believe don't quote me on that uh but i believe that's the case uh, those who pre-ordered the game will get early access on October 4th. It is available on all store uh, digital stores right now. Um, PSN, I know, has it. I believe Xbox may have it. Um, and the eShop on, on Nintendo has it as well. So um, what they also mentioned is that the PVE, which is what I'm most invested in and most likely looking forward to, and for those who don't know what pve is pvp 
is player versus player. So that's just basically the online aspect. But PVE is basically single player. It's it's another trendy way of saying, you know, just single player experience. Player versus environment, which is the story mode aspect that I've been interested in because the original Overwatch did not have that. And we, there were a lot of people, myself included, that wanted a story mode added onto the experience and what they did what they did what they did was a little bit different they had a bunch of you know mini series of uh of of um stories you know mini movies if you will based on each character and and the you know covering around the universe or whatnot and i would i would have loved to them for them to have that all in the actual game because they were awesome i watched all of it I loved it. Um, of course, you guys remember I actually did the voices of Overwatch, you know, in 2019, the live panel uh, here in Philadelphia with uh, Fred Tatashore and uh, Charlie Chung. And, you know, I asked about them wanting to be uh, a part of the story mode or more in the universe or doing a movie or whatnot um, as well, which I still think that even now a, an Overwatch movie would be awesome whether it be CGI or whatever, and just have Fred Tatasher and all of them redo it or whatever, that'd be dope. I would be all for it. But, um, so basically the reason why I probably won't be playing this game anytime soon is because the PVE story mode won't be released until 2023 with additional story missions being added in future releases via much like crystal dynamics is doing with, um, Marvel Avengers. So they're doing that strategy as well. So, yeah, I I'm sure the game is going to be dope for those who love playing online, but I'm all about the PVE. I want to play that version um, when it arrives in, you know, 2023. So I'm holding off on that because I here's the thing. I know it's not going to happen. I wish it would, but I know it's not. And I, I, I hear that the PVE still won't be entirely single player experience. Like you're still going to have to be with multiple people in the game. I want it to be a single player experience. I want it to be an offline experience as well. We don't need everybody online. <laughs> it just doesn't need to be. And I wouldn't mind paying just for the, if, if I was them, I would charge separately for the story mode and then make it offline and still make it connect to whatever it is that they're connecting with, you know, in, in terms of the PVP version. But like, if I want to play this game and enjoy this game offline, why is that such a crime? Like Blizzard, really? Like, why is that such a big deal? Like, I am, I, I, I am not a minority in this sense of wanting to have a single player experience with such a great game like this. I, I'm, I, I find it hard to believe that I'm not like if I'm on a road or yeah, if I'm on a road, like Wi-Fi does not work great everywhere. If I'm in a hotel, like if I'm going to like New York in October, luckily I'm at a hotel that is going to have really good Wi-Fi, but not everywhere is going to have good Wi-Fi. If I go, if I want to play while on it, like on a train or bus ride, they're not going to have good Wi-Fi airplane, you know, airplane, um, Airplane travel barely has good Wi-Fi and they charge you for that Wi-Fi even at that. So, you know, it's just come on, man. If you want people to stay on, you know, 
and consistency with the game, you got to you work with everything. I, I get that you guys are making the money that you're making, but come on, try to accommodate for everybody on that new. But we'll see what happens in 2023. But um, I'm sure people are going to really enjoy the experience coming this October because the game will be out in October. There's a lot of great games coming out in October. I mean, seriously, like already like Gotham Knights is coming out forsaken uh no man's sky has been announced for the nintendo switch which is coming out in october um midnight suns marvel midnight suns is coming out in october so like that's coming out before i head over to um new york comic-con and i'm actually that's my plan i'm taking that with me to new york comic-con and i'm coming back home to play midnight uh i'm not midnight suns to play gotham knights in um in forsaken so it is gonna be loaded 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 okay so all right folks that will do it for uh this portion of the show we're going to take a break come back and in our final stage we're going to be covering two reviews one pocky and rocky reshrined that i played on a nintendo switch and of course mario strikers battle league on the nintendo switch we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. Live.com. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! have reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to review one of two games right now the first one being pocky and rocky reshrined i have actually got my hands on this game a couple months prior to its release which is out today um because again i say this again if you get a japan account on nintendo uh eShop, you can get games you've never played before because they're region free and you can play those games. Sometimes the games that are scheduled to come out in the States actually can be purchased early. And this one was kind of significant here because when I got the game, the Japanese version, it's already in English. So I'm getting virtually everything that I got that you guys are getting now with this game. Uh, but I got it early because I purchased it and, and it, it there still was no real announcement as to whether this game was coming out too at the time, but 
you know, I ended up getting it. And, you know, fortunately, it was in English. So everything, the, everything from the cutscenes, all that is everything's it's pretty much a universal file at this point. Um, so if you like buy the Japanese version or even buy the uh, American version, you'll see that it's already said, you know, owned or downloaded or something like that because you've already purchased. Sometimes they share the same files or sometimes there is different files because one it doesn't have the English version or English text or whatnot any while another one does so but I got a chance to play Reshrined and very interesting for those who don't know Pocky and Rocky you know stems back to a game that first released on the Super NES or Super Famicom and uh, it was created by it was created and developed by Taito uh, Natsume games and uh currently it's being done by the tengo project uh who actually has some of the people who worked on the first game originally um the tengo project is also responsible for wild guns reloaded and ninja saviors the return of the warriors that uh came back in 2019 so pocky and rocky is a very beloved cult classic uh game that uh release in 1986 and it was around that time that people really enjoyed this game it's a kind of a isometric shooter game but not like a, a shooter game like you would like you're used to because it basically it involves two characters pocky and rocky one is a shrine maiden and the other one is a raccoon that you know teams up with um with Pocky. The game was originally uh, titled in Japan as Kiki Kai Kai uh, for, by Taito uh, Games. And then it came to America and it became Pocky and Rocky, which I actually like. <laughs> that didn't matter. This game was so much fun back in the day. Um, the character design, the just the theme of it. It reminded me of Romna One Half. That's the art style that they work with. And it was a lot of fun because you just have, you know, Pocky and Rocky like this you know shooting uh instead of shooting you know normal shooters are like spaceships and all that stuff shooting down other spaceships and alien spaceships and whatnot this was different this was like on the ground and sort of a like sort of a isometric view i guess you know top down view and you're looking at the two go through different shrines and taking out these umis and and demons and whatnot and uh it was really cool they're you know using talismans and, and all types of uh base type of situation she's a shinto uh shrine maiden so you know is she teams up with Paki and they're just trying to take you know ward off all the evil that's going around the area i never beat the original Paki and rocky I, I for some reason it was very hard the new one is no nothing to swing about either but they do give you a bit of a little a little bit of help on this version um now everything from the the character design the color scheme it was just a lot of fun even if you didn't beat the game you still kind of enjoyed the the you, you really had enough enjoyment around it you didn't really care about getting so far in the game because there was a lot of fun things to see um in the game pocky and rocky reshrined has now arrived and it appears to be it seems to be it, it a a revision re-envisioning 
a remake, if you will, because um, there's a lot of similarities to the original one. But, you know, of course, visually graphics is a little uh, better this time around. Um, but there's some similarities to the original version. Now, Nintendo Switch and PS4 will uh, players will get a chance to play this. And I highly recommend that you do because the game is so much fun here and basically you um this this is very new to people in north america right now if you're like an old school fan like me and you got kids that are also gaming now throw this in throw this game in immediately and you there's a lot to enjoy um especially now i mentioned the difficulty level um it's very interesting this is taking us back to old 16-bit style graphics and sound and gameplay um the features for this game includes five playable characters uh th there's a story mode a way better story mode than it was before uh for one for um one player action there is free mode for two-player co-ops there's an unlockable easy mode here the reason why this is is because now you know, people want to enjoy the game experience. Now, back in the day, it used to be all about like trying to just get the highest score. And it still is. Absolutely is to this day. But there's a amount of people who just like to enjoy the experience. And why not give those people what they want? This company did. So what they basically did is create an unlockable easy mode. And to get that mode, you would have to just keep playing the game earning enough points and when you reach to a certain point level i think like thirty thousand or whatever the easy mode unlocks and what easy mode basically is is just you having unlimited uh lives at this point infinite lives if you will shout out to mega ran and um you have these infinite lives that you are constantly just you know even if you die you're still pushing it through you're still pushing it through um just like the original game there are power-ups as well like any shooter game that you ever played or power-ups that you know pocky and rocky can have but this time around you can play as pocky you can play as other characters as well um or what happens basically is um pocky or yeah pocky pretty much is who's the main uh shinto shinto shrine maiden she inhabited spirits within her like so they kind of use it as an avatar and she turns into all these different types of spirits and whatnot so very mario-esque if you will in this case but two ways two weapons you could use to fight back if you're pocky you can use basically the um the shrine maiden ward warding stick i guess i don't know what that is but you use that to ward off anybody that comes to close range and then you she has talismans that she tosses at uh, unis and, and whatnot throughout the game and then you know other weapons that she can gain if she is inhabited by other spirits as well um rocky who is the the raccoon throws leaves as projectiles and whatnot and then to ward even for close range he has his tail that he wards off as well so it's it's really fun it, it's really fun um it's beautiful i would say that if i can say if i can give any advice or hopefully an update patch i would say they need to slow down the text during the cutscenes because it's just going way too fast and you're having a hard time trying to read everything at once and you know even the fastest reader can really like complain about this 
in this case because it just zips by really quick but otherwise this game is a hell of a lot of fun it's really simple you talk about a easy pick up and play game and you just enjoy everything about it from the character design the beautiful stage designs and everything the um boss battles are all a lot of fun as well i mean just so much to enjoy here and it's just a really cool story it's just really light and and fun um but and it also just from a nostalgic standpoint it really takes you back to the days of the super nes because this was one of the games that everybody remembers when playing the super nes or even nes to that extent or the famicon if you will but it's a lot of fun and it, think this time too it's not even just top down isometrical view they do have some side they do have some missions where you do like it is a bit of side scrolling in there as well um but it's just a lot of fun it's just really cool um a lot more than what you were ever able to play because now they got the five characters back then it was only the two characters and then i if i believe you never got to play as uh rocky the raccoon he was just your backup to some extent so um a lot of fun a lot of fun in here to be to play so like i guess if i'm gonna give this a grade this is a b plus for me it, it just really is i don't know what else they would have needed to do in order to make this even more fun as it was but it's like it's very it's really short too it's like it's not a really entirely long experience but this is like an old school retro game experience so i don't expect it to be anything of that nature so but a b plus i think is really good it plays on the it plays perfectly for retro games it plays great um for you know those people who played that game back in the day it looks just as good as it did and you know with i think with i think some a lot of great improvements as well and the easy mode really makes it a lot more fun to play because not everybody wants to play that hard and you know sometimes you people we realize that people game to relax people want to use it therapeutically so why not why not why not so kudos to them it's out today pocky and rocky uh reshrined it is every bit as good as you would remember the old ones and i believe there's some extra incentives for other versions that are coming out they got some you know plush toys and all the stuff and bundle packs collector's editions if you will that they that nasumi is uh providing as well so you know got away check it out but it's out today on the nintendo switch on the ps4 and uh definitely kudos to Ty uh, taito for licensing this off and allowing i and this is another thing i love like much like um we talked about with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, you know, Tribute Games is an indie company and the fact that Nickelodeon and, um, you know, Konami and, and all those guys, well, mostly Nickelodeon because they have the rights. Konami doesn't really have the rights in, in this case, but they were able to do this, you know, and, and they have faith in it. This is the same thing. So I'm really, really happy they were able to bring this out this is a this is a classic you know and this this one it just adds on to it so go out of your way check it out and i believe i don't know the price of it at least uh, it's been because i got it i paid i paid yen to get it last off so i don't know what that equates to let me check this out see how much this thing is on nintendo here we go let's see if the price comes up Oh yeah, twenty nine ninety nine. Um, it is available on the eShop right now. Digitally, you can check it out there. 
so that's a, and you know what honestly that's a good price that's that to me is a good price for this game and what they provide here and now let's talk about a game that is a lot more in terms of money <laughs> than this game but i don't know if it deserves that money that they're asking for mario strikers battle league for the nintendo i've been wanting to play a mario strikers game since i learned about this and i think this was dating back to the nintendo wii era was which was the first uh, mario strikers game either way i never played it but it looks it looked awesome when i seen it so when i found out that they were coming back out with this new version of battle league i was excited um i've already played captain subasa and i love these over the i've always said this i always when it comes to sports games i love them to be these over the top type games that they provide and you know mario's doing it mario did it and it has this really awesome graffiti like art style that comes with it and it's really edgy kind of art style and they're adding all these new cool bells and whistles a great arcade experience i'm ready for this i'm really ready for this so we'll like the, the presentation looks awesome does it match up it does and it does not like i i overall i did enjoy this game but for 59.99 i don't think i nearly got enough of what that what that price range entails and i say this because had i, I would probably i would probably think or say different had captain subasa never been created or developed if anybody I've, I've i did this review a while back on captain subasa uh and man that game in comparison the rise of the new champions uh which is uh, which is uh, already out now is to me one of the absolute best soccer games i've ever played and i've only played a few but like talking about in terms of like really getting that soccer simulated feel but also an arcade feel but also a anime experience like like if you're a fan of anime if you love you know sports simulated games and a deep 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 storyline plus other features with that like captain subasta captain subasta rise of the new champions is what you expect for the amount of money that they're asking for for that game okay um and then on top of that they have all these you know extra packs and all the stuff too so i tell you what man it, it's uh it was all it's absolutely an awesome game how does mario strikers compare to that i can tell you now it actually does not it doesn't live up to that amount now capsule boss i believe i paid about the same range if not a little bit more because there was also a season pass as well but within all of that you get so much content out of that game for 59.99 you do not get as much on mario strikers and i'm hoping that the case may be that they'll be adding on other characters down the line with some extra content and some other like there needs to be more for this because we didn't get as much in this game so i will run off some of the things that i do like about this game but i think this game severely needs help with 
Um, one thing is that they, it's, it's a basically in its core, it's an arcade game. It's an, it's a very fun arcade experience. It's, it's not to be considered a legit sports experience. And I get that. And I'm okay with that. Um, they allow you to do five on five, which is a lot of fun. And this is the strong point of what this game does. It is a family oriented game and it's good for first, you know, for single player experience too. But this is like, if you, it's one of those games, it's like one of those Nintendo games that like, it's like Mario party. It's much better when you have people around you that can play this game. This is one of the games that they'll probably show in a future commercial with Jessica Alba or whoever, whatever celebrity they're going to pick, you know, Jessica Alba versus Neil Patrick uh, Harris uh, family going up against this game, which will actually be kind of awesome. <laughs> but, you know, and it's just like a melee of just wildness going on in this game. Beautiful art style. Like I said, the beautiful edgy, uh, edgy like uh, graffiti art style that goes with it and once you do certain moves, it, it lets off another deal. It's really dope. Um, but also the wacky sports-like presentation full of saturated colors, colorful arenas and whatnot. I love that. It looks awesome. The presentation is another huge strong point about this game. Um, like the, the control, the, the arcade style controls are fun and it does make it easy to jump into and enjoy. There is both a pro and a con to this as well. We'll talk about the cons in a minute. Each character, uh, each character uh, has his own distinct uh, attributes and skills, complete with their signature hyper strike. And hyper strike is basically um, their super their super move. It kind of mimics the same type of situation, the same situation that you see in Super Smash Brothers. So basically, every once in a while, a random orb, it, it, you know, that's hyped full of electricity, is going to come down. And it's up to you to try to, your team to try to reach and get that orb, because once you get that orb, you'll be supercharged. And if you can get into a safe space, then you can charge up your character to do a uh, to do a kick and in a hyper strike kick, uh, which allows to, which pulls off their soup move and gets into the sequence where mario or any other characters turn into like this really graffiti like edgy type of thing and show off their power it's that part is really awesome too um what it gets down to is if you're the goalie the goalie has to fight off that that hyper strike and you can that that's the one thing i do like about it is that you do have a chance to fight off that control scheme you can fight off that uh, that that move by button mashing your way off it. Because if you don't reach the button mash, then what'll happen basically is that it'll go into the goal and they'll score. And if you score from a hyper strike, you don't get you don't get uh, one. You get like two or three points extra for get, for using the hyper strike. But if you uh, shoot and make the goal without a hyper strike, it's just one deal. So there's like a anything goes type of. The, the role the role set is way different from normal soccer it really is over the top and that again that's a lot of fun i really enjoyed that part um there are different modes and there are not many modes per se um there's only you know the single player mode but there's also the a mode where you just play in tournaments and you go to get different cups it a lot it the, the format of the game in terms of game modes it reminds me of um 
the Punch-Out series, where there's no real storyline to it, but in its place, it's just like you're playing in different leagues in different league cups and each one has this really odd tournament bracket that goes with it it's not like a complete like eight or 16 bracket it's like a loser's bracket it's like a double elimination tournament basically and it plays like that mostly and i believe mostly it's because of the limitations of characters that they have in the game um another good part about this is that you have the ability to customize each character with uh gear that increases their attributes so basically you'll have different sets of clothing in here it, it, clothing or, or or you know armor if you will that will improve on its attributes they have one for a chain gear set they have um one that improves your your shooting um your technique your strength and speed of course so you have different gear that you can wear but you have to purchase that gear good thing is this is Nintendo. They don't try to nickel and dime you at best to this nature. So every every time you try to purchase anything is basically you earning in-game currency from matches that you win. So that part I'm all good with. I'm cool with that. That is all good. So now here's where the problem I have. It is not nearly enough characters in this game to warrant $59.99. So I'm hoping again, they are going to add characters to this game, and I have to say that they need a lot of characters. Again, I go back to Captain Tsubasa, same price for the game. There are so many characters, even before they even added on more characters in the game. They, they have an entire league, an entire league of characters in each game, and it's not like they're using mirror characters or anything like that. They're every character in each team in the league are absolutely different people different npcs or whatnot or different ais that you're going to be playing up against every one of them every like bandai namco went to no end to make this a to make that game an awesome game this game and i can compare the two because they they are over the top soccer game soccer experience and and i like i said I, you know Captain Tsubasa is a bit of a simulated experience, but it also has a, it, it's it's assimilated in with an arcade experience as well. Uh, it, it you know that aside, it's like you only got let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven characters are in the game. That is it. Only eleven characters. Captain Tsubasa has almost literally 10 to 15 and maybe even 20 times that amount of characters in there and not only that there is a deeply embedded storyline in captain subasa whereas this one does not this is just you got one or two gameplay or three gameplay uh modes that you can play most of them are just online gameplay but even from an online gameplay experience, like I'm sure people are going to get tired of playing the same person every single time on a soccer game. How the hell you only got 11 people? And even the bad part is, is that Mario Strikers, I mean, well, the Mario universe, if you will, has so many different, like, let's just go to Mario 3 alone. Mario 3 has the Koopa kids in there. Why the hell are, the, like Bowser has a, 
dozen, like damn near a dozen Koopa kids in his disposal. Why aren't they in the game? Okay, like I don't, I'm again, I'm hoping that this is just the beginning and they're going to add on new characters. There has been no word as to whether they're going to add new characters to this game. Um, but right now we only have 11, but there's so many the shy guys. I mean, there's so many different characters the, the recent rabbits from not from the rabbits game, but from uh, Mario Odyssey Add those guys in. There's so many different characters that you need, and I get what they were doing with this presentation. But the problem is, is like when you're playing in the the uh, the, the modes and in, in, in the single player mode where you go for the cups and the cup battles, if you will. So there's quick battles, which you can play, but there's cup battles as well. But if you play in the cup battles where you go for each trophy, you're playing like it's almost like you're playing in the multiverse where you're playing variants of yourself throughout the game. And after a while, it's just like it gets a little bit boring because of that. Added to the fact that like you couldn't of like they started adding their sports games with some type of a story mode with it. I, I the idea that there's no story mode in this game, at least would have been so great to add on to the experience. I would have loved that they have added. I hate this idea that these men. I know get it when they do have a story mode is really nothing a nothing story but something give us something 59.99 in this day and age in this climate is a lot to ask for you know we're, you know we're you know there are people paying for gas that's like a, just barely a gallon of um gas with that money like if you're gonna invest in a game can you at least just give make it worth your while like come on again if captain zubasa rise of the champions did not come out i probably would have a different say about that but considering what we got from that game and what that game does not just recently replay that game to compare and contrast these two together and i just like i just remember like how immediately immersed i get when i play captain subasa in fact i finally replayed the game so to the point that i actually finally got the move sets that I wanted for my created character. Something else that this doesn't have either. You can't play your me characters or whatever in here too, but hopefully again, there's something that they'll add on down the line. Oh, excuse me. So I, I really hope that's the case that there will be more to come because yeah, you can play eight players and I dig that or five on five or whatever like that. That's, that's great, but five on five, not enough, not enough. We need more characters in this game. We need something. To, to, to justify $59.99. You can't just base it on the idea that this is a Mario game. That doesn't fly. This is a good game. This game has a potential to be a very fun, very immersed game, but it's lacking so much right now. You know, it, it really is like, and I, I mentioned the control scheme. The control scheme is fun, but it's not perfect. And even more, like the goalies i'm not a i'm not a big fan of the goalie because the goalie can be very the ai of the goalie can be very stupid at time and it's like sometimes i'm looking at it like how did you allow that to get past how you know to get that to get that score whereas like again i'm comparing captain zubasa the goalie on air is awesome and you have more control of the goalie and his actions as well like if somebody's trying to shoot a uh you know, a, one of their power moves at you. They're really awesome 
Street Fighter like power moves very similar to the hyper strikes by the way just a little bit more epic um you can control the goalie and make sure the goalie gets that you know gets it and he even at times he will block it he's the ai of your goalie will protect you a lot more than the goalie in this one so yeah there's a lot to be said like this game overall it's a it's a good start to a strong experience but right now it is it has yet to build its strength i hope that this does eventually get more characters in i hope they add a lot more to it there, again they, there's been no word as to whether they're going to be adding on to it there's no even indication that they're going to add on to this game i hope this is just not a one-off because if it is it should be getting a b minus but right now because of the presentation the art design the playability the the enjoyment of it for what it's worth i you know what honestly you know what no i am going to give it a i am going to give it this grade this gets a b minus because this game could be much more than what it is i don't know if it like again we'll know and i will i will give it a b minus right now they have time to improve on this game and i can change that grade at any time but this is a b minus game like despite the fact that this is a mario game despite the fact that this is a gorgeous looking game this is an awesome presentation or whatever the lack of characters the lack of story the lack of modes it it's to me this is not a 59.99 game this is a 39.99 game at best at best possibly 29.99 because you're not getting much out of this i should not be playing paying the same amount of money for this game that i paid for captain subasa rise of the champion if you are looking for if you're a mario fan add this on but i would probably wait till this goes on sale which you know nintendo games of this franchise barely goes on sale this is one of those times i will say this get the physical version for cheap this is one of those games that like the only way you're going to get this for a reasonable worthy price of what it's what it should be worth right now is if you go to a gamestop and get a used version and get it for maybe like 39.99 or 29.99 no wait till it's 29.99 and just get it there because this i don't believe that this price is worth nowhere near what it is what it should what it is asking for um it's not providing it it's just not it even if this was in an arcade game this would be this would kind of suck as an arcade game because it's just 11 characters in the game there needs to be more i i hope that it is this game is it is in all honestly this this game is fun but it's, it's just not giving you enough to you know bite into if you want a real really awesome over the top out of this world anime filled game experience based on a soccer franchise captain subas and rise of the champ like i've already given that game an a plus there's no way that this game is going to compare to that so but again, if you're a Mario fan, this is another addition to the collection, I guess you could add. But just, you know, wait, <laughs> just wait to see if they're going to add more to it. it it's it's fine. on it. So B minus for me for Mario Strikers. So, folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much for joining me as always. Again, thank you to Yannick uh, Belzil 
of Tribute Games. Go out of your way, check out that interview I had with him talking about his work on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge and much more. Um, we also got new games that are coming out today as well. Talk about Pocket Year, uh, Rocky, which I just did. Also, um, what is it? Fire Emblem Warriors is out. Uh, that is the, the newest game is out today. I actually am going to review that as well. Uh, Capcom Fighting Game Collection, the Fighting Legacy is out today too. So um, we got some things to talk about in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, it'll probably be Fire Emblem Warriors maybe. So I'm going to get on that today and start on that and uh, give you my thoughts next week on that. But also this Sunday, I'm really perplexed. We got we got uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi seri- uh, season finale to talk about. We got Umbrella uh, Academy that is out now. All 10 episodes is available on Netflix. And then I should be able to get my hands or to be able to watch Beavis and Butthead, which may be the talk topic, because I want to see if this they can still make this relevant in today's society. Because if you watch the original Beavis and Butthead, a lot of what they did back then will be not allowed today. So it's on Paramount Plus right now if you subscribe to that. So I may if they have a trial, I may give it a try. I may give this an actual try and check it out. Plus, I wanted to see the Halo stuff, too. So if I get a chance to do that, I will definitely uh, get my thoughts on Halo as well. So stay tuned for all that and any news that we got this week coming in on uh, the world of ACMG as well. If you like this episode and all of our episodes, you can check us out on the official website for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live on TalkTimeLive.com. All audio episodes, video interview, video exclusive interviews, and content that you don't see anywhere else is on air as well. My unboxed reviews of uh, you know particular uh, fandom items that you may want or whatever, it's all there as well. My thoughts on certain events that I've attended. Uh, and some other things as well. Also, uh, if you're an anime fan, you may want to go in there as well. My actual panels with the cast of Bleach and um, My Hero Academia, uh, you name it, it's on there as well. I've, you know, worked with Repop before, so I had the honor and pleasure to be able to work with them. So uh, Bleach is on there, Sailor Moon is on there as well. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Is on here, My Hero Academia, the original cast. Well, the original cast of Pokemon and My Hero Academia are, you know, clips of that as well. But the full version you can find in uh, the meta and uh, Repop's Metaverse website as well for there. So go anyway, check it out on there. But if you want to subscribe and download this show on your favorite podcast, we are everywhere where podcasts are played, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pandora, Pocket Cast, and shout out to all you in the Tumblr community. It's playing there as well. So check us out. Keep supporting us. Uh, we're ever growing and ever knowing in this world of our favorite fandoms. And I can't thank you guys enough for the opportunity to let me speak my mind and my favorite fandoms throughout the week. So All right, that'll do it for me, folks. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care, and I'll talk to you guys on Sunday.
Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.